Turn my mic up, son. Hey, hey, hey. Turn my hey, mic hey. up, son. We back. On a holiday weekend. Turn my mic up, son. There it is. There it is. I need headphones. You know how they you know how dudes be extra in the studio. Headphones, son. Hey. I need I need, I need the headphones. Headphones. We are we are we still sputtering along here, but we, we still yeah, we, here. Yeah, let's address the not the let's address the non elephant in the room. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, first and foremost, um, uh, welcome to uh, Irk and Jerk Podcast. Um, as always, we love and appreciate you. Um, thank you for uh, still continuing to be along with this uh, bumpy ride. <laughs> I um, to say the transmission went out. Yeah, because this is season two, episode three. Three. Two. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. I thought we had a um. Hold on, man. Let me check. Let me check the tapes. I think the first the one tape. you talked about. I thought the f- being in the hospital, and then the second one you talked about being in the hospital. <laughs> Go away, man. Let's see. I got it. Season one. Okay, season one, episode thirty-five, and then May tenth was season two, episode one. Man, then see there. You see how people play you. So, welcome to season two. Episode one of the Irk and Jerk. How are y'all seeing how, how is it Kizan? How is it episode one again? Or is this episode no, one? No, I said episode two. Oh, okay. Episode two. Go. See, look at this. We old, we old, we confused, we tired. Um <laughs> we're just weekend. Yeah, um I've been up all night. Um shout out to me. <laughs> for <laughs> look shout out to me i um you know i got an electric smoker on my on my balcony right mm-hmm. so i have been lightly breaking in my smoker just trying to get it figured out do some drumsticks on there you know maybe back in when it was snowing and whatnot to get it kind of season right but today was the big today this last night was the big push mm-hmm. the ones where i bought it so i could put something in it overnight and if i Set the temperature right and check on it. Maybe once it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So I had me a big ass seven pound pork shoulder or pork butt mm-hmm. for those who like who enjoy the divine swine. And I seasoned that boy up just right. And about eleven fifteen last night, dropped it in the dropped it in the smoker. And I set my alarm for like three fifty in the morning. Got up and sprayed it with some apple cider. Then I came back and sprayed it again. And then I took that boy out and wrapped it up. You put it in butcher paper put, or you put it in aluminum foil? Just aluminum foil. You know, YouTube always will give you some uh, some great tips. And pork, for those, you know, who are cooking people, it's kind of, I want, I will never say anything is dummy proof because I've butchered many a ribs in my life. But um, with a smoker, you know, low and slow, and it's hard, it's hard to mess it up. But this is the first time I let it sit, sit in there, and let it get that nice bark on it. As uh, the barbecue experts <laughs> call it, that when you put that right seasoning with that right seasoning, once you get that nice bark going, boy, when I tell you, and then I, you know, dropped a couple slabs in there and put some rib tips. Your boy was working, and all for two damn people. 
<laughs> you do the same thing for Thanksgiving too. You be I made a whole yeah. turkey, man. I'm like for for two and turkey. a half of y'all. In two and a two and but and I said the two and a in it two and a half is being kind. It is two point one. Uh, Zoe took three chews of one of them ribs and promptly put it right back in my hand after chewing it. <laughs> she was like, I don't like this. Where's my cheese? She better than Aiden. Aiden, if he don't like something, it'll just be sitting on the floor somewhere. <laughs> he just sets just, it down. Yeah, yeah, she'll do that on the table. Like she'll just put it away and she'll push it as far away as her hand can go. Like, I don't even want to see this food <laughs> you're talking about. I'm just like, I thought I could trick her because she said she wanted some chicken. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, come get some chicken, lying to her. And she was like, uh, you think I'm you think I'm slow. This isn't chicken. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, little kids be like dogs when you be trying to put medicine in the, some peanut butter or something. They'll lick it off and they just <laughs> fall back out their mouth. Yep. Hey, that's Zoe's thing. Hey. And then she'll she'll go off on it. But um no, I'm done. It's uh uh two o'clock central right now. So bro, I'm I am done cooking for the weekend. You look I like you done. like toasted like people who don't barbecue don't understand how much it take out of you like it's just like yeah like the heat maybe like what was you just do what was you doing stop it you don't understand you got attention to the attention to detail is everything and you don't understand barbecue until you've screwed up barbecue enough yeah like shout out to shout out to our boy lance he he's first of all he he's an OG when it comes to the barbecue. Like when we were all still living in Detroit, he was an OG with the barbecue. Like he was he was on the uh, let me get it started at two in the morning and I'll come check back. Oh, so Lance cooks uh, as well because I know he used to go to the barbecue joints. Yeah. Oh no no he's OG because okay. he's the he's the first person I ever because my it wasn't a thing, at least if it was it wasn't a thing with my parents. But he's the first person who ever even gave me the terminology low and slow. Oh, really? Okay. Like he had it. He knew how to do, you know, set it up where, you know, you do the uneven. I think people who barbecue know you push your your coals to the side and then, you know, you put your, your food on the other you one the and you kind of let it just get your zones going. And then when you're ready to like let it get that crispy, you move it back over. Like that, was, I didn't know what that was. That he put me up on that where he said, if I do my fire right, he said, I can. He said, "I can come out here at two in the morning, get some food, some some food started, throw a slab on, and come back on right about eleven o'clock when it's time to get the eating, and them boys be good and right." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I ain't know nothing up? about that time. Moved down here. Hey, when you were in Detroit, did you know where the brisket was? I would didn't even know how to spell brisket, man. And I tell people that when I'm down here, I'm like, man, I ain't even know about a brisket till I moved to Texas. They're like, what? What does that mean? That's blasphemy. Like they are, you know, Texas is like the brisket you know, capital of the universe. You know who will tell you that? You know, the only place I may remember hearing about it, and just barely, but still, we didn't get it. Um, uh, oh, I'm the name just jumped out of the name just jumped out the spot we used to get the corned beefs from. Uh, in in the, in the suburbs, Mr. Fufa. Not Lu- I knew he's gonna say lose, not lose. The uh, uh, the, oh, oh breadbasket, bread breadbasket. My my man, almost. If I would have gave you a high five, you'd hear <laughs> breadbasket. Yeah, breadbasket. I bet I bet you. 
I, if I even looked at the menu right now, brisket would be like the second thing there because, you know, we grew up in an area where it's a lot of Jewish people and Jewish people will knock some brisket down light work. I think they had it, but when we went to the bread basket, we was all about, man, give me a corned beef and quit playing with it. the thing me. is, they're the same thing, just cook different. Yeah. <laughs> they're the, they're the same it's meat. It's just how it's cured. I, yeah, but, you know, we know stuff like that now. It's so much, it's so funny what we what we learn when we get up out of our uh, comfort zones. Yeah, man. I feel like that's a, um, a metaphor, a metaphor for life at some point in time. Shout out to the bread, the bread basket. Yeah, they bro. used to make a sandwich, boy. There was one. Uh, it was one in the same uh, little shopping, little shopping center I used to work at when I was at Radio Shack in Oak Park. How was everything like Radio Shack is like the breeding grounds of all your fat <laughs> stories. <laughs> it's like, Damn, yeah, yeah, man. It's in the basement. Like- it was like they was making ribs. Yep, it was like, how you find out about Harold's Chicken, man? It was a Harold's two doors down. Hey, be honest with you, that's how it's how it happened. I don't make the rule. I don't make the rules, but I was at a couple, two or three different ones, give or take. So if you move around, you just always gonna see something. You know, that's the first time I became, you know, work messing on Radio Shack. The first time I became a thief. You know, and rob them joint, and I don't mean yeah. money because I, I feel like people are gonna hear like, oh, this man talking about he robbing people. No, sir. Um, so uh, story time with Uncle Irk. So what happened was, <laughs> I got, I got they technically fired me right over the ho- right after the holidays because my sales were low. Uh-huh. They were low because I was helping out our new sales team. Everybody anyway, sales is low at Radio Shack. They're like, who went there? Every time I went in there, um, no, it was it was people standing around to badger you to buy something. When all I want to do is come in there and look at a speaker, but then I would just go buy it at Best Buy or Circus you, City. We had a word for guys like you, trash. <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing with me. But you know what that did? It made me have a, I won't say different appreciation, but a different awareness of being in places. Where I knew people were paid uh, um, commission sales. Like, I didn't really have a cut, like, growing up, I didn't think about stuff like that. So, when I got there and it was like, oh, like, if you don't sell at Radio Shack, you just making five fifteen an hour. So, when you come in, we ain't got no choice to get you up out your cell phone and get you a new deal. Cause I gotta make all the commission so I can get whatever $150. I can't remember how much it was. Uh, whatever hundred couple hundreds of dollars it was off of selling you a plan and getting you signed up for a year, like that's crucial. Mm. And if you don't, they looking at you going, "Well, how many cell phones you sell today?" Oh, uh, well, my man said he ain't want one. Why didn't he want? Why didn't you make him want one? Yeah. What he have? Did you see what he had? Oh, uh, my man had a StarTac. So you let somebody walk out of here with a StarTac? Get off my sales floor! Like, Dang, <laughs> like that's, that's how. It's it's I mean anybody who works in sales to tell you it's pressure. So and it, I'm gonna tell you how it makes me have more appreciation because working in radio and I work with a sales team hand in hand, I could never do their job mm-hmm. because sales in general and it's not a disrespect thing I'm about to say. Sales in general, you gotta bark for your supper. Like I don't care, <laughs> I don't care. For everything. 
I don't care how I've had that metaphor since I was like 21. <laughs> I've had because people be like, would you ever work at Radio Shack? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I want to bark for my supper because any sales that you have to do, that's sales. You got to go to somebody to convince them to buy something so you can feed your family. I don't care if you're the best at it. That's still what you got to do. So I don't, I'd rather just want, I like to have my job be my job. No, I, I, tell, I tell my wife that all the time. I'm like, because my brother-in-law in sales, and it'd be good mm-hmm. days and bad days. And I'd be like, man, I just want to be able to chill, and that check still get there. There you go. Once I once I was up out of that, I knew I knew unless I was I had nothing else left, I could I can't go back to that. And like I said, it's some people who thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. Like they need that. Like they it gets them out of the bed. Like, okay, they you know, they want to jump up. Them type of people, you know, I want to go run a I want to run a marathon and be challenged. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that, dog. I'm good on that. I don't uh because I don't want I don't want to be pressuring some mother or two. Who, like you said, who came in there to get a speaker for their kids' room, and I'm trying to finesse them into spending seven hundred dollars, <laughs> and it's just like, and then they she going out like, dang, he was nice, and I didn't really want him, but then I'm paid, and it's just like, and you like, oh, uh, and then don't let me, don't let me find out that you went to another store and returned it, because it'll come up on the sales report. Oh, uh-huh. uh, then when I see you again. <laughs> Lousy bitch. <laughs> I couldn't get my Xbox messing with you. <laughs> be mad as be mad as hell, young young ass dude. I can't uh uh-uh, I'm good on I'm good on. And Radio Shack is closed, right? They're all they're all gone and I'm all sad. Ah man. Why? They're online. online. Oh, Radio because Shack still exists. On you can still buy some stuff online. Ah, you, I think just I'm, like Blockbuster on Twitter, like they still clapping. Hold on, let me see something. Uh, Radio Shack. What do they sell? Sprint phones? Uh, they yeah, they're on they're on they're still online. The Shack is back. Uh, <laughs> they sell gaming stuff. I'm looking just right now, gaming stuff. You know, uh, tools and kits and capacitors, stereos. Of China course, probably owned them. They just brought it on just to just. Really? I remember when they when they went out of brick and mortar. They were like, "You can still go to Radio Shack and buy some stuff." And I was just like, "Oh, wait a minute, maybe this is an old site because I can't find nothing on here." See, there you go. Maybe they don't. It's a it's maybe a they front. Don't sell they out here selling yeah. drugs. That's the black. That's the that's the gateway to the black market. I keep look, I keep clicking on stuff. It says no, nothing was no, nothing was found in your selection. No products were found matching your selection. Maybe they did. I'm about right. to say if Radio Shack made it through COVID, <laughs> we dealing with it's gonna be it's like a roach. Like you can't get rid it's of like it. A roach. Any I talked to somebody else who used to work. It's just it's one of them things. I don't know how to explain. It's like a um like a like in a in a low key way kind of like a a funny fraternity. Like I guess like best cats who used to work at Best Buy kind of get it mm. to a certain extent. Like when they I I I worked across the street from one for like 6 7 years and when it started when I knew they were closing You mean Circuit City? Man, my, uh-uh, Best Buy or Circuit City, any either one of them. Best Buy still cuz they're all Huh? No, I'm just saying if you talk to somebody who used to work oh, there, okay, okay, like okay. I know a guy who used to work there who don't, you know, he works in radio. It's all the same. It's just like that kind of your 20s, you were kicking it, you were trying to make sales, you made some friends, you know, 
you messed around, you did some like if you worked at Best Buy, you you know, you bought random too much crap from Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Too much gaming stuff, speakers, you tweaked out your car for no reason. You know, you was buying stuff that you probably would never buy, but because you saw it every day, you was just like, fam, you know what? I do need this sleep machine with 17 sounds. <laughs> Man, this thing is pretty nice. How much is it on the discount? $16.99. I'll take it. Uh, just, y'all had a good discount? Fam, when they when they were closing. Oh, did we get back to what you stole? Oh, yeah. My bad. See, look. Look how we'll go. So, (laughs) they tran... Okay, so, they let me go. They brought me back within two hours. So, I went into work, right? Mad as hell. Then I found out, not only did they bring me back, but they transferred me to another uh, another store where you don't get paid on sales. You just get paid hourly, So, hold on. They they fired you and brought you back, like, immediately? Within... Within 20, yeah, I promise you, because my boss told me I was transferred to another store, and I said, James, did they fire me? He said, well, only for a minute. I said, God damn it, I knew it. I'm sick of this shit. The punk ass company ain't never appreciated. Why was you going off and you had still had a job? (laughs) Because... Because I knew I was, first of all, I had been with my same manager since I had gotten with Ray. He and I had, when we were working in Oak Park, then we got transferred to the uh, Royal Oak Township, the one in the hood, the one across the street from my old job. I mean, my old, my where I used to live. So I had been with my manager the, my whole run at Radio Shack, and then they transferred me away from him. And I was like, and then they put me on like 14 and Crooks Road. And so I was like, oh, man, I'm blown. And I was like, and it's, it's called a wise, it was called a wise store, which means you didn't get paid on commission because it was just, it was so far out. The store had troubles. And he was like, now nah, he was like, man, you're going to be working with this, this girl named Deborah, another manager. And I said, because I couldn't, I was working at the radio station, so I couldn't manage the store, even though I should have been a manager. And I was just like, oh, okay. He's like, can you go? work at this store for a week while Deborah's on vacation because she can't take a vacation because she's got nobody to cover. I said, I'm going to work at that. I said, I'm going to work at this Radio Shack for one week. And when she come back, I quit. That's what I told him. And he said, okay. So I went out in true form. I said, Deborah, I'm working this work here for one week and then I'm out. Hey, you did a whole salad like that? Or did you have yep. a plan of just stealing everything? No, just every day I would call people like, hey, man, what you need? I was like, what you need? And they, I was just like, no money. I mean, people weren't asking, stupid enough to ask for money. I said, no I said, no cell phones. That's it. Because I knew they could track you on your cell phones, uh, and then they'll, okay, come, okay. they'll come after you. Anything else, they can't, they wouldn't be able, because I've done too many inventories. They couldn't really track you on inventory. They really couldn't track it, and they just, tra- they just chalked it as yeah, a loss. Yeah, yeah. So every day, what you need? Oh, you need a house phone? I got you. All right. What you need? Three packs of AA batteries? I got you. No, what, what was that? I got you. They would just pay you. No, I was didn't. I was just giving it away. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a hookup. Like I wasn't selling it for profit. I was just taking it. And I said, Deborah can figure this out when she do when she do inventory. I didn't give a damn. I'll be gone by then. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Right, and I every day I was like I was taking everything I could out that joint except for cell phones and of course money. Cause so just, you were just giving anything away. Yep, and oh. TVs because I wasn't giving away T. I wasn't buy. I wasn't let nobody walk out that joint with no big ass TV or nothing like that. But other than that, 
Oh, and he was all people you knew, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. If I was talking, like if it was somebody at the radio station, hey, you need such and such. What y'all got over there? You know, I need some uh some Did y'all headphones. sell vacuums? I need some extra- uh no. Nah. Okay. That would have been nice though. You need some XLR, you know, you need some uh eighth to eighth cables, just little just little stuff. It wasn't like I said, this stuff wasn't it wasn't anything crazy, you know, just stuff. And I'll be darn. And true to form, my last day. Shout out to Lance, because at the time, my, my friend Lance, who he was my boss then, I said, Lance, I said, I can't work at Radio Shack no more. I'm about to quit. And until I get another job, because that was plan B, I said, until I get another job, can you give me extra hours at the radio station? And he said, I'll give you all the hours you need. And I quit Radio Shack that day, and I've been working at the radio station ever since. I never went back to So you only job. had two jobs, and they both was on radio. Uh, no, Radio Shack was my first job. Radio Shack was my third job. Oh, okay. okay before okay. for Radio Shack, I worked at Kroger, and before Kroger, I worked at Mrs. Fields Cookies. Dang, there go another, there go another, uh, big another OG. Exclusive. I don't know, is, is Mrs. Fields still cracking? I think, I, I believe think so. Mrs. Fields, that's the real one, right? Mrs. Fields might be on life support. No, every time you, you can't go to the mall without smelling a cookie or a pretzel, and yo, you be a like, pre- oh, I smell it. Let me go get one. I usually hear smell Cinnabon, <laughs> which is still Cinnabon. Yeah, you know, yeah, they sell yeah, dope. Yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like they've been they've been selling crack out of Cinnabon since the eighties. They just ain't been telling us. Man, yeah, those three because they around people be smelling them, but I don't. It's like some people eat them, some don't. It'd be, be like, so messy. Yeah, I don't like my yeah. fingers. Like especially like if I'm not in a restaurant where I can wash my hands immediately. I hate having yeah. dirty hands. You, I would just, but see, I would just take, but you take your knife and fork though with it. Oh, you, you wow! You, so that means you sit inside the little restaurant. Oh yeah, you got You can't be walking around with no Cinnabon. You, like you said, you, you be all messed up. Dang. Then you gonna mess your fit up. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You was at yeah, the mall, yeah. and then you can't concentrate on getting numbers. If you was eating your Cinnabon, because you know you had to go with your boy and tear up the notepad. Shout out to my guys who went to Northland Mall in the nineties. Tear up the tear up the notepad paper and be like, all right, let's see if we can get the most numbers today. Oh, that's what y'all did. Yeah, and then you went after it. I was a lame as a youngster. Like I didn't really I got Me I too, got, but I still <laughs> I don't believe I actually got a number until maybe after college. I would always have numbers, but I never went and like, hey, how you mm-hmm. doing, Shorty? Blah, blah, blah. Let me get them yeah. digits. Like, I ain't never, I ain't never did that part. I just always had a number, like, out the blue, like, oh, yeah, call me sometime. And I, my oblivious self was thinking, oh, okay, I just called her, like, not knowing that's her giving me the number, but she did it on, and, and they don't have that anymore, by the way. Like, you know, I, I've been out now, people don't even get numbers straight out anymore. They'll get an IG. Oh yeah, then yeah they, numbers been dead move, for about twenty years. You move Fifteen to the years. number. Yeah, you got it's a, it's levels to yeah. it. You got to get you got to get the social. You go from the social to the text to the phone call. Yeah, man, you, it's levels to well, it. Well, at my level, you just, well, I never got to the phone call level. <laughs> I think I think me and my wife just started talking on the phone like the last three years. That made me think of something I saw on Facebook, and it was some something some one of my boys shared. Uh, it was a question that said, at what age 
did you realize you were attractive or did you think you were attractive like for real for you real. always and thought then, you you could be better but then when you look mm-hmm. back you see you were better then you know what? It was funny because he put up a, a people. He put up an age, and people were laughing. But I said he's probably not joking. And you know what age he put up? He put up twenty eight. Twenty eight. And I age. said, and I said that makes sense because I remember not thinking I really looked like looked like what I wanted, what I was started to look like, what I really wanted to look like until I was like twenty eight thirty, mm-hmm. which is really strange to go like that long without. Is this it wasn't like I had like or both the guy. Oh, it was or and this was a guy. Okay. This is a guy who answered it because I'm like he's me shaped, and I was laughing because I'm like <laughs> I think he met his wife in 28. Ah. That's why I was like I was cracking up, and one of my boys like he said I realized another dude a big guy, and he realized he was like he said my he's like my second year in college is when I put it together, and I was just like oh okay now I'm about to start. Move like I done figured. I don't know how I know how to move around a little bit because I'm like you know there's that. It's just you know we'll talk about it later about being awkward in your teenage years. It's just like and men and boy and men go through it too in a different a in a different way. But yeah, it's just funny. Like until you you really feel comfortable with yourself. Like I am what I am, mm-hmm. and you either gonna deal with it or or not. I don't care. Like I'm because ain't nothing changing on this side of the fence. And you just keep it moving. It's just funny when it, when certain people get that confidence. I got it together. Me, uh, I got it together here. Like twenty five, I moved. When I moved mm-hmm. here, everything went in hyperdrive. Like, like I was like, it wasn't new place, new me, but it was more of I was on my own for real. And then I had an adjustment period. And then once that adjustment period hit, man, like once. I realized people actually liked me. It was a wrap. It was, it was, it yep. was a wrap. There it is. It's like when you get, it's like, it's it's something that clicks. It's something that clicks when you go, wow, okay. Like, it didn't even click for me. Like, the first girl I was ever with, right, Um, was in high school, was my uh, junior year, junior, senior year in high school going into my senior year and that happened on it didn't happen because i was doing something great it was that she just kept she stayed in my face and i was just like oh she likes me like i was just like oh like even the the light bulb didn't really click off Mm -hmm. and i was like oh she likes me and she's not going not that i wanted to go well afterwards i wanted to go away (laughs) but in the moment i didn't want her to go away i was like oh she wants to get down i was like what a strange thing this is. Mm-hmm. Like it was so it was funny to me. And even after her, it was just like, uh, did I just think, get lucky? And I was like, yeah, I think I got lucky. And you know, it just it kind of petered out and went up and down, you know, until I got into my twenties and I, you know, I tried to lock it down at such an early age. But it's still even then, being in a relationship, you I wasn't a hundred percent confident in you know in who i thought mm-hmm. i was just had an idea you get you get better the older you get especially like with just being you regardless of any if anybody like it so i when you would see the old people and they just doing whatever they want like mm-hmm. you aspire to get to that 
but I see the trajectory of where I am and it's getting worse and worse where I'm I'm not worried like my truth I'm okay with. Like if I'm not about to lie to you, if I don't want to be around you, if I need you to be quiet, like I'm starting to be able to and, and you people may call it rude, but it's more of direct. There you go. There you go. And people actually respect the direct. Mm-hmm. Cause it saves the BS. It's like I just I'm it's good to know where I'm it's good to know what side of the fence I'm on. Mm-hmm. You know, some days and like <laughs> where whether it's friends or people you don't know or or politics, which is something I was I think about I'll talk about I might mention later. And you you kinda and some days it's kinda like, okay, well thanks for letting me know. Like you said, you know, you like your racism uh overt or not overt. Or up front, yeah, put yeah, it like yeah. that. I don't like it. Behind you want it up front. Yeah. Don't don't be don't be the, the undercover cat. Be the cat. What's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's up? So now we Both all seekers. know where the now we know where the rules. Like we know what the playing board is. If you keep everything mm-hmm. up front, and I and we can and we it, this is a big enough this is a big enough world. We ain't got we don't have to congregate with each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we just we just don't. It is what it is. Um. Speaking, so, no, speaking of that, because now we can, we ain't even got to talk about weeks, really, because um, you had people, when you went on vacation, that seemed like they were on the other side of the map, and you were okay with that. When you, I was you okay were seeing, with that. Um, you, you were seeing what they were wearing and stuff. So, yeah, um, before, if, if if you want me to jump into that, you want me to, you said, no, how was my week? Well, no, how you can, want, how you want, this, we can, we can hop right in there. Okay. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to tease with the one thing, uh, what I call it, hashtag Disney after dark. <laughs> um, but so I went to Disney world, um, blessed enough to do it, um, for the second go round. Um, I'll be going next week again. So I'm very <laughs> excited about it. Back. <laughs> no, nah, that's just a joke between me and Vinny. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, me and the family went out to uh, Disney World, enjoyed ourselves. Um, I was excited personally because this time I was actually able to get into the pool and enjoy it. Because the last time I went, I had a uh, a catheter going from my chest to my heart and could not get into the pool. Um, and well, I could get in just only knee deep, mm-hmm. and that wasn't fun. So I was excited to be able to do that this time and get in the pool and, and move around. I can't swim. I know you can. I know Adrian can. Um, but I do enjoy the water. Um, Zoe is on the, 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 the fast track to learning how to swim. And uh, I think that might be on my to-do list uh-huh. for the summer. I asked Terry if she wanted to go take swim lessons. She was like, no, why? I don't need to swim. I was like, babe, that means water can kill That's you. not a thing. How can water kill I mean, Don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me back up. Because I, I don't want no fight. You said it so fast. And I had my reaction to it. Like, why do I need to swim? What does that mean? She was I like, don't... I have you to, to say, because I had, when we were on our honeymoon, they docked the boat, mm-hmm. but the boat couldn't come all the way to shore because we were on the island, and they was like, mm-hmm. all right, you can get off, and and um, it's only like, like neck deep, and you can just walk. Man, I got in that water, it went like here, and it was waves, oh. so it was just like, just going over, so it was, she already <laughs> inches shorter than me, so she gets mm-hmm. in with her life jacket. And I'm trying to push her or put, like kind of swim with her. But if you've ever swam in the ocean, 
it's like mm-hmm. 20 times harder than regular swimming because then you have water, yeah. undertow and all that. So yep. I'm like basically underwater pushing my wife like with my hand. Then I'll like get some breath and keep pushing her over my head. I, you need to learn how to swim. And then she's, and after that, she says, Oh, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, get, get her and get my nephew into the pool yeah. when you can. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I, I, you know what? I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I don't think you ever took them, but you know, the classes that kind of fascinate me are the ones where they have, they have the kids dress up in boots, book bag, coat, and then push them in the water. Uh. For for the same reason, so because so it's like a real life situation. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you put you in a bathing suit, and you of course you move around. But what's happening when you're trying to? Are you panicking? Uh-huh. And it's just like you know. I think those type of uh, those classes, and they exist. Um, I don't know what they're called. I probably need to Google and figure it out. Those are pretty dope too. Okay, but so I'm get you know just getting back to the point where I'm in the water, and um. I'm sitting up here and I'm always like, it's funny because like big dudes are always checking for big dudes because it's a lot of dad body ass looking dudes <laughs> at Disney World. They like, man, I didn't spend I didn't spend all this money on this uh on this trip. You gonna get all of this belly <laughs> in this pool, and I don't give a damn what you say. But it was one guy who was there, and he had on what I what I call America uniform. He had the um the the must what do you call it? I don't know it's kind of like a Fu Man, I don't want to call it Fu Manchu but let's call it a Fu Manchu mustache um he had on the black sunglasses he had on a t-shirt in the pool with an American flag on the front and one in the back that was all black and white and tattered and then he had on a matching head cover with the American flag on it and was just walking through the water slow. And I was just like, <laughs> and I cracked up. I said, look at this dude right here in the uniform. And then I look at Adrian. I said, you mind if I go over there and ask him, where are you, sir, where are you from? And she said, don't do that. You, you know, we ain't trying, we're not here for all that. I said, I'm not trying to, I want no smoke. I said, just out of curiosity, sir. Like where, I want to know where are you from? And then this American. is what the, this is the conversation we were having because you're not, and this isn't even a, you know, a diss, but whatever you're from, I, we're from two different Americas, sir. And I'm, and I'm not saying, not, not, and that's the thing I'm trying to say, not because I don't have that allegiance. It's just because that's not something that even if it wasn't, that's not what we, that's not something we grew up on. You know, whether, you know, whether, you know, you recognize you're from this country, right? Mm -hmm. We recognize that this country has flaws and we recognize it as a long way to go. But at the same time, this, without a doubt, is one of the better countries to it's not the it may not be the best, but it's one of the better countries to be in in this planet, Mm -hmm. you know. And and we have benefited from it. This is one of the, the countries where put in the right position. Yeah, you can do something. You can do put yourself, be a something from nothing type of person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen for everybody, but it can happen. And that is the uh, the beauty and the essence of what America sells to people mm-hmm. is the, you know, parentheses, American dream. 
where you can come here and if you work hard and if you figure something out you can uh carve out a little plot of land for yourself and like i said that works out for some but it definitely doesn't work out you think everybody. it worked out for uh fu manchu uh, he you know what he could afford I'm to be there say, he could afford to be there just like you know god bless that i could but since somebody could look at me and go, you know, well, maybe I, you know what, maybe I am the American dream because I'm somebody who, you know, stumbled out of high school, mm-hmm. barely. I will call myself, I wasn't stupid, but I was a one trick pony and I got all A's in my mass media, uh, my mass media slash radio production classes. So I knew going out of high school that I said, I got one trick. I got to make radio work. Mm-hmm. And if radio don't work, and at the time it was like, well, I'll just work at the plant. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But, you know, I'm, I feel obviously very fortunate and blessed to have not had that situation. Did you feel, because did I, you I feel put, a way about plant, like the plant? Like, I get your parents weren't really plant workers, but. Well, my father, my father worked at uh, Chrysler oh, okay. for uh, 12, 13 years. He got laid off in like 88, 89. Ah, I forgot like about laid off was such a, like the Detroit Lexicon. Laid off was, mm. the, 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 the laid off, like the laid off, people was the laid off dreaded, worker, yeah. Dr- the dreaded yep. laid off. Since I've been yep. in, in my career, I ain't never heard no laid off. Like, <laughs> is laid off a black thing? Like, do we no, know about it's, well, do being they, in, in radio, a lot of thing. people get uh, furlough is, I think, yeah, we, we might need to call our HR expert. Is laid off, is laid off meaning you can come back or laid off? Meaning laid off, not. that's what, when I, yeah, laid off means, I, that I do know, the difference between laid off and fired with cause. Like laid off means that uh, you've been, you've been, you've been let go. They've released you. They've either they're going to pay out your contract or pay out your severance. And you're in good standing with the company, meaning in the event that something comes back, then you can go. You can come back. That's what laid off means. Fired means that you was did you was didn't one of the employees and you can beat it. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to mean or whatever you were doing. And it's a wrap for you. Now, furlough, I feel like that's a chunk of time i think that's what furlough means okay it's, it's more of a then you got an eta back yeah yeah like uh okay you're not but you don't get a check uh-huh. like you got um i always hear furlough with the, the airlines and laid off with 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 the um, plant and since detroit plant life is so tough like i always would think laid off and value city furniture like mm-hmm. those you only hear those two things in detroit Dang. We're going to oh, wait. City. What was the ones you said? Say it again. I said laid off from Value City Furniture. Oh, okay. Because my 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 move was U.S. Steel. That was where I was. Oh, okay. That's where I had my site. But they was doing the stuff for the plant too. Like they was making. Yeah, they was making parts. My mama's <laughs> don't get me started. My mama's ex was trying to um hook me up with a job. Like he, it was like her ex who kind of still carried a flame for it because uh, this is the one who pulled up on me. I know I told you, uh-huh. but this is a guy who my mother used to date, and he pulled up on me. He looked at me, and was like, "You know, I was almost your daddy." And I Man, was like, that's the most wild, disrespectful <laughs> stuff. And I was like, in the moment, I didn't. I kind of like laughed it off, 
But the older I got and the more <laughs> into like dating, I was like, man, he was wild. <laughs> like now it's like you, you a wild dude for saying that. And like you, I mean, he looked me square up and down like, man, you know, a slip of the knee and you was mine. <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, man, let's get this dude out of here. <laughs> like, he really looked at me like. It was almost real. Like, I don't know. Uh, wait, what's your name? Let me look at your boy. Let me look at your face. Like, that's how he looked at me. And I was just like, but at the moment, I was just like, man, I need a job. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. Like, going to take you. I was like, whatever big, big homie said, it was going to take you. But something else happened where I don't remember what went down, but I had to wait. But I ended up saying, let me just wait because I said, let me do something with radio. And then, you know, radio has been. Radio's been look as a, in the words of Sammy Sosa. Radio's been very, very good to me. Yeah. It has you know kept me employed, uh, kept me through multiple homes, and kept me uh, through uh, my current health situation. How did we get so, back to Keith working when we was talking about Keith's vacation? We oh no, we back. I can spend. Come on, I'm I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. We were talking about we were uh, anybody who's been listening to us this long. No, we can go. We can be talking and go on a tangent. But no, I just said that we were talking about different Americas because I was blessed to work. Uh, I came from something. I'm I'm a product of, in theory, somebody could make the argument that I'm a something from nothing guy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we, you and I, you and I both. I mean, but you, you know, you're a college graduate, but you and I both didn't fall victim to our environment, mm-hmm. and we could have. Because I know, I know you know it's cat, it's people from it's cats from your block who didn't who didn't do make it. Yeah, for one or you know there's or they're still there. I would say one my immediate circle, we are all doing well. Like it's mm. it like shout out to Rave, Josh, Dion. Like yes, a sir. lot of us, we we figured it out. And it, it's weird to say, but I don't I don't have any bum friends. <clears throat> Maybe. It's kind of when you, when you a certain way, no bum friend. Yeah, when you when you <laughs> when you a certain way growing up, and you kind of keep some values. Those values start in your informative years. So even my middle school and elementary school friends, I met Tez in elementary school, Jackson in elementary school, Lim, like all these people still carry still on. Yeah, and we still we still good good. So that's funny. It's no, it's one person from my ch- the technique you know, off off the top of my head. One person from my childhood who I still speak with today, and we and that's and that's Jonathan. Shout out to Jonathan. and we grew up together, and then y'all grew up together. Yeah, and he's one of he was one of the good guys. He's one of the good guys, anyways. And you knew you knew. I feel like he probably thought the same about me, but you knew he wasn't going. He was gonna get up out of where he was yeah, too, yeah, yeah. and go on to do and go on to do good things, and you know, be a you know a, a great man of God. Shout out to the bishop, uh-huh. um, you know, and continue to do his thing. But um, yeah, outside of him, it's like I, I probably need to check with him just to make it, it, the guy who lived across the street from him. He went straight to the military. Uh, our, our boy Evan, and um, he went out to uh. South Dakota and then pissed off Dr. Umar and then had a couple. You kids. can't go to South Dakota and Dakota they think and you not, just gone. <laughs> you yeah, he didn't have no choice. He didn't have no choice. He he looked around. He was like, I'm sorry, Dr. Umar. I can't even. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got it. 
I got to I got to um I got to go play in the snow. So what so the 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 Disney after dark. Okay. Okay, so here's the situation. The first day I was there. And then keep in mind this is the second time I've been there. So I kind of had an idea, you know, um this was getting it in because for those of you who've never been to Disney, um your child is free before 3. So this is the last chance to, you know, you know, honestly get Zoe in. Because uh, I know one of my guys, who well, I ain't going to name, one of my guys is going back to Disney. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wait a minute, your boy, I knew his kid was older than mine. He was like, oh, uh, no, nah, they two again. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't check birth like, uh, nothing? No, they don't check nothing. I think when you do like certain stuff, but they, within, re- unless you come in looking like me, Tomas and Mom, too. <laughs> like, they just not about to, <laughs> they not going to really super check you. Like, one person Looked at Zoe and was just like, she's under, he's like, she's under three, right? And I think, like, based on our, I was like, yeah, she, yeah, she still is. And I'm like, but you know, so my daughter's tall for her age. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, it's a coin flip. But then when you talk to her or look at her and say something, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a child, child. Like, it just, you can kind of, I feel like you can kind of tell mm-hmm. within reason the difference between her and like a five year old, if they're the same height, right. their, their intelligence level isn't the same. I feel like you'd be around enough kids, especially if you work in a place like Disney World, they pick up on stuff like that. But I don't know what they'll do, anyways. What they're going to do, make you pay for I don't know what they would do. <laughs> but, you know, she's still under a uh, strict bedtime act. And, you know, age will go to bed on a, f- a drop of a dime. So they, they, they done with they night. They in bed and snoring by like minimum eight thirty nine o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm good on that. I don't on normal, even normal days, as you know, I don't really go to sleep until like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm like at nine o'clock, Tim, I got a whole night ahead of me. So this time I said, no, nah, I got to figure something out. So when we got to the place, we, the new place that we were staying at, I noticed they had a bar. and I noticed they closed at 10. So I said, let me go down here and let me go to the damn bar. I'm not a drinker. But I said, but I'm about to learn how to drink today. <laughs> Side note, I got to go get that drink that I found. I'm going to put you up on game. That joint was, was amazing. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. It's a German lager grapefruit beer. Oh, it's a it's beer. It's Schaffen. Schaffenhafen, Schaffen, <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to. I got it. I'll send you a picture. Schaffenhausen. That's what it's called. Something like that. And that boy was. I had a couple of them while I was there. Amazing. So I'm there and I'm bored. So to the right of me, to the left of me, it's a couple sharing some mac and cheese. To the right of me, it's a couple sharing some now, mac and cheese. Now, I, I brought this when you told me the story last time. Mm-hmm. When do you start? Now it was a couple because we're gonna get to this point, but this was like first date territory. When mm-hmm. did we start sharing macaroni and cheese? Like <laughs> that is that is not a shareable. Like unless it's like me and my wife, we're sharing food, but you ain't about to share something you got to keep stabbing with your fork on the first date. I, I'm man, it's, and this is at a bar. This ain't even at a table. This is at the bar, because this wasn't on like I had been to that restaurant earlier in the day because it's called uh, uh they're called character restaurants where you go have a meal a mid a mid ass meal and then you get to meet like Snow White and 
the dwarfs and stuff. That's what happened. But then they also have a bar. So this macaroni and cheese, it was macaroni and cheese with pulled pork and onion strings on top. And it was a nice size table. And it was on a bar menu. Uh-huh. So it was like, here's your drinks. Here's that. And it was like some macaroni and cheese, a charcuterie board, and something else. So um, people probably like, man, I don't feel like no dry cheese. Let me try this mac and cheese. And then they was just two forks. Two forks meeting as one. <laughs> I like lady in the tramp. So my social butterfly ass is looking and trying to wait for a reason to horn in on people's conversation because I'm bored. So I'm I'm that I'm that weirdo. So imagine I feel like think about it like remember back in the hood when you used to do jump roping mm-hmm. with the ch- 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 and you had to wait and then you looking at the jump rope and you go that that's me. I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. And I'm like, all right, that's how you do it. So I'm sitting there like, okay. And I waited for them to laugh about something. And I said, <laughs> and then it just jumped in. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was thinking about, yeah, you know, these resorts, blah, blah, blah. And jumped in. <laughs> just, I was like, because I said, we about to talk because I'm bored. I said, I'm tired. I'm like, I said I've been I've been I'd have been on a flight I'd have dealt with kids I said I'm ready I'm ready to have some adult conversation. So <laughs> we were talking. Uh, the woman was talking was talking to the guy about like something about how she was gonna get up out the resort, and um, she was like, "This is my only night here," and she was moving on. And I'm like, "Oh, okay." I said, "Yeah, I'm always looking for a different place." Because I said I've only stayed on resorts. She's like, "Yeah, you gonna go broke staying on these resorts?" I found blah blah blah. She told me about another spot, and we were just kind of like enjoying our conversation. And I just said, um, "She had asked me like, well, she was like, so what about you? Are you here by yourself?'" And I was just like, "I just I gave her obviously the honest reaction, my honest the honest answer, not reaction, the honest answer." Which was, oh no, I'm married. I said, I'm just, I said, but I'm just here sitting by myself right now. She's like, oh, kind of like, oh, like, and then when my brain started to process, I was like, wait, what just happened here? I said, my man is clearly here. And I said, they're talking. And she just jumped in because I jumped in. I was like, it almost was like it was a low key hint of disappointment in her voice. I was like, <laughs> this man, I'm the ladies, man. I said, I'm tripping. I said, I know I'm tripping. And I said, so we continue to talk. And we're just, like I said, we just talking about random stuff, talking about, you know, drinks, whatever, what I'm doing, what I, whatever. And towards the end of the conversation, I said, I said, you guys are great. I said, how about this? Because they said, you got to get another drink and keep the party going. And I'm like, no, I'm kind of on a fluid restriction. And then I started giving them my whole spiel, which everybody who listens to podcast obviously knows about my kidney failure. And this turns finds out she's a doctor. So she's asking me doctorish type questions and we're going back and forth. And then I'm like, okay, let me buy you guys a drink. I said, cause you guys are, I said, you guys, I said, you guys are a cool couple or something like that. And she was like, oh no, we're not a couple. She was like, I just met him here at the bar. And she was like, we're getting ready to go up to my room. And I was just like, wait. I was like, what? I said, how did y'all meet? And then the guy says, oh, oh, this is, he said, oh no, we just were on, 
I think he said Twitter. I'm pretty sure he said Twitter. We're on Twitter. He said, you know, it's just a lot of single people who are just here at Disney World for the hookups. And I was just like, oh, oh word? I'm pretty sure he said something in the form of hookups. Don't quote me on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I won't remember his name. I remember her name. It was Courtney, but I ain't gonna remember buddy name. And but he said he definitely said, and I'm a, I messed up the hashtag, and that's the only part I hate about my pie is that I thought that the man said Disney after dark. And I kind of looked that hashtag up and I didn't find it. And it's something I'm gonna nail it down. And I feel like you'll find it before I will. It's just like People be like, oh, kicking it at such and such resort. Oh, kicking at such and such resort. And then, you know, DM slide, DM slide. What you doing? Hey, what's going on? And I'm just like, oh. I said, so this is a thing. I said, Disney after dark. And that's how I remembered it in my head. So they polished up their drink. And they was like, well, we about to go up to the room. And they, and they polished each other off. Yeah, they polished each other off. That's yeah. how it goes sometimes with the... Uh... <laughs> You you become real successful and you might end up real lonely. So hashtag, yeah. hashtag. <laughs> hey, don't get ooh. I want to have that. Con- <laughs> I want to have that conversation so bad. But there's part of that me and you gonna have that offline. I can't even bring it to the pod just yet. <laughs> but I will say, I will. Say, we've been we've been kind of having that conversation all quiet as kept all week. Cause there's a there's somebody who I know particular who looks like they're living the life. Uh-huh. That's all I'm gonna say for now. Okay. They look like they're living the life, and I like this person a lot, and they're a great person. But when I see them looking like they're living the life in my head, I can't help but look at it and go, "You're are you miserable?" Uh, because you've been out here chasing one thing and you ain't got what you think you really want, but you out here thinking something's cool. And that's cool if you're in your early 20s, not my age. And maybe that's the old man I'm in a settled state talking. But I, I wonder, like, for all that we know, you and I, who are considered married men for the most part, um, have children. What part of you, <laughs> see, I feel like I'm setting myself up. What part of you would want to go back to living that life on a daily basis? I ain't talking about, you know, for the one, for the one time. Yeah, 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 I'm talking yeah, yeah. about the the date the grind you know what and i know you way more than i know when i say the grind what i'm talking about well you miss it like i would say i miss it but i would miss this more so if i if i hopped out and became that person again i would yearn for this more than i yearn for that now so it's it's because and I used to always um, kind of compare this with um, when you're dating, you build equity in people, but then you get a short sale when if you only do it in one year, two year, you got to start all over again. When you get married, it becomes like a house and the longer you in it, 
the more value you get. So, and then you got the compound interest on top of that. So, you build in each other, you pour in in each other, you combine your your income. So, your buying power is stronger than a single person uh, for the most part would be. So, you you end up, the older you get, you don't have the same energy. Like, I don't have the energy to be chasing multiple women. Like, who who has that energy? And then, the older you get, the more desperate the women become. I'm sorry, I got to use that word. <laughs> there it is. But they, they will be like, I'll bros. do, I'll do whatever you want. Like, this, like, because... It, it flips at 30. For the single dudes out there, if we got some young cats out there, and if the older cats who ha- who live that life, you ain't live that life. At 30, you weren't, you ain't crossed 30 single. Right. But at 30, you ain't got to chase no more. You get the mitt and you catch them. So, and, and, and it's funny. Well, I don't know nowadays because nowadays just everybody doing everything with everybody. Like I see pansexual on on Twitter more than I see anything else. But back in my day, like ten years ago, you had you you didn't have to chase anymore. If you was if you was decent, you could basically get whoever you wanted to a, to a means unless they were just like extra. But all of the like, what was the what was uh, Kevin saying? Was a seven at best? Like them chicks? Mm-hmm. Oh, you in there? And don't let them have a kid, boy. It's a rap. So turkey, turkey. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And that, and that's it's more of life. Not me trying to talk shit, but it's more of this. Really, is what it is because you basically are competing. Everybody compete. We compete for women. Women compete for us. But it's a certain thing when you start. Um, getting a, of an age because men try to men at a certain point in life want to all right I didn't figure it out let me calm down and and get this life started mm-hmm. like for real and women want to catch that and and be gone with them because I hear the dating pool like in our forties and it only gets worse the the higher you get um, and mm-mm, who want to do that. Who, who, I mean, dudes don't even want to do that because I don't have the energy. I ain't got the energy to be, if I ever go to a club again, starting at 10, it's going to be a problem. Wow. Like, I used to get to the club at 11. Now, I don't make it to 11. (laughs) 11? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? We starting to drinking now? I'm asleep. Call it, man, at 10.30, you snoring. Yeah, man. I get in the bed at 9.30. And I start my 410s this week. So I got to be at work at 5 o'clock, bro. Like, I'm going to bed at 8 p.m. But I ain't got to work on Mondays. So that's that's the trade-off. Trade-off. Wow. So, yeah, but... The um oh you were talking about the the Disney After Dark so they went up they did their thing but you was gonna be the three you was gonna be the third mm. dude on the bridge I feel like I feel like I was yeah I feel like yeah that's where that was going where it was just like and it was a it was, was an Anglo Saxon couple yeah <laughs> yes gotcha. gotcha 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 yes sir Doctor Umar would have been 
would not have been pleased with me. Man, I know. Look, you know what? Let me just say this for anybody who will listen to these pods in the future. Because I feel like I'll be listening to certain pods and people who, like, they've been on for three years. They be going back two years and three years to their early pods. And I'm like, at some point in time, like, some of this stuff is going to be like, what was y'all on? <laughs> Look, some days you just got to know when jokes is jokes. And a lot of this within reason, of course, uh-huh. is jokey is jokey jokes when we hit you with the Dr. Umar is not pleased. Love who you love. Yeah. Oh, no, I ain't got no problem. Love you. My thing is, people be getting on me because I like one thing and I like that one thing a lot. Like, you be right. on my head. Yeah, you don't, you don't stir, you don't, I've never, you're the only man I've ever known who don't stray left, who don't stray right. You be like this, would you look at this girl, trash, and it'd be like, <laughs> oh, did she fit? Did she fit the criteria? But 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 did she fit the criteria? Yeah, man. And then it'd be like this. No, well then she's filth and trash. It don't matter if it's the baddest mo- supermodel walking down walking down Main Street. You'll be like, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the jiggly one right over here on the left side of the street. Hey, man. What's up? And that, and and I. But you're so. I I know men have preferences, but you have like you are like it, uh, it's unlike anybody else I've ever seen. Where it's like, I, well, what did we? What did I compare it to earlier this week? It's like buying a house. There's certain when you're looking for a house, anybody obviously anybody who's looking for a house, you know your house. You have certain needs, and there's certain what's called non-negotiables. Like when your realtor sends you houses. You won't even look at the house if they don't meet your certain walking in the door criteria. And for most people, that might be the size of the house. Oh, I need a 4-2 or I need a 5-3. For Vinny, if it's not a six-bedroom, three-bath, <laughs> he's not even. He'll be like this. You'll send him. He'll be, yep. You send him, well, this one's a five-car garage. This is a five-bedroom, three-bath, but it's got this big... Po- <laughs> nope. That's, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm nah, We're going to have this conversation again. Did it fit to be walking through the door criteria? When you show this man a woman, if it does not meet the walking through the door criteria, she's garbage. <laughs> no, nah, she ain't garbage. Like, she's, she's a friend. She would be a friend. She's a free. Yeah, there you go. She, but I mean, yeah, she keep it moving. And I have said it. I said some of the girls that you would have pushed away, I would have liked to have been your friend in college. And it's crazy because women, like you know, like later on, they'd be like, "Yeah, I used to like you. Like I used to get that all the time." And I'm like, "Okay," but man, I need you. I wouldn't even want to know the list. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah. See, yep. Ah, this man right here. If it ain't, if it ain't a six bedroom, three bath with an extra car garage, <laughs> with a pool expansion in the back, get up out of my way. Yeah, uh, my man. But like I said, when you hit the thirty and then right, I would say because I had a plan when I married my wife. Like that round of dating, I was looking for a wife. Like. You and and dudes have that plan. We actually have that because we are 
the gateway of marriage as much as you know anybody argue if we ain't down it ain't gonna work um just just the marriage wise so man i would say that round was wild and i think the only person who really know is rafe because we we live together oh i was going to say i remember some things yeah that that was that's all yeah that's it that's all i got for you i remember I remember, look, do you remember the time? <laughs> hey, we are going to have to, um, um, these, these, uh, last couple topics, we had to bring that back. I know that last one can be an uh, evergreen. We can just talk about that anytime. But mother in law is here and we are taking her out for the birthday. Uh, we're going to a steakhouse. Happy birthday, mother in law. Where are we going? We're going to Albert it is a steakhouse down here. You know how me and the wife do. We love a steakhouse. Oh, okay. So we're gonna check that out. Where the cash at? Where, where the cash? You already at? know. They're like, put the tide on the table. This the one. But when we go, because we don't go out that often. Like seriously, like we went out uh, for what Valentine's Day. That was the last time we went to a steakhouse, and now we in June, basically. So we we don't look at prices when we go to the steakhouse. I'll let you know that. Like, if it's Wagyu, we getting it. If it's if it's anything, we getting it. Like, it don't matter. Is that what you want, babe? Get it. Ballers. Hey, it ain't a baller. It is just for quarterly, quarterly balling. <laughs> that should be <laughs> that should be the name of the pod. Quarterly balling. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, that is it from us. Cause I got, I can't even let, cause, cause Keith a bumbling and stumble for another ten minutes. This your boy. Vinny oh yeah, Vinny. I was ready. Legit, I was ready to go for another twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there looking at the clock. I was like, yeah, we can go. As a I'm husband, just, I'm gonna let. You- as a husband, you know, yeah. you feel it. Like I feel the the. I feel her looking at her watch. Oh, I wall. heard the door rumble. I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> I feel it. I saw, did you see me go? Oh, no, no, no. That's because you feeling that. Cause she ain't did nothing, but I just know it hit three o'clock, and and I know she looked at that watch, and I felt her look at the watch. So we've been together long enough for me to know mm-hmm. what she thinking. So I gotta go. <laughs> this man. All right, I guess as as always to be continue. Uh, if you're uh, loving and appreciating the pod, make sure you rate, like, and subscribe on uh, your favorite uh, podcast listening platforms. Uh, and that's gonna let's wrap it up, B. That's it, Eric and Jerk Pod. We out. Eric and Jerk Podcast.